this special episode of Red Podcast. What can the life of Muhammad Ali teach you about entrepreneurship? We've got six lessons. That's coming up. This is the Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers. Rise above the noise. Expand your audience. Deliver impact. Here's your host, David Hooper. I'm in the middle of a construction zone right now. A few months ago, Google Fiber announced that they were coming to Nashville. It is not an instant process, so the entire city is full of ditch witches, jackhammers, whatever it takes for them to put these huge spools of fiber underground. And right now, right outside the Red Room, Google Fiber is jackhammering. You were to walk outside the red room right now, you would hear that's been like my life for the last couple of weeks and really for the last few months throughout the city. Driving through Nashville right now, it seems like the whole thing is a construction zone. If you've been through Boston maybe 10, 15 years ago when they were doing the big dig, that's what it feels like. It's not for bridges and tunnels, it's for Google Fiber. And here's what excites me. It's not that I'm going to have fast internet access. I've already got fast internet access. And how fast do you really need to go? What's exciting me about this is that I can finally ditch Comcast. This is the Red Podcast, the podcast for influencers. If you're a blogger, speaker, marketer, nonfiction author, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. Here's what I talk about. Book publishing, podcasting, speaking, and other marketing elements of your business that you must master to grow and engage your audience. That's what Red is all about, how to reach, expand, and develop your audience. I show you how to take the work that you do, make a name for yourself, and make money. Hey, speaking of making money, Red Podcast has a new sponsor, Fresh Books. I know you've heard the name, but I want to talk to you about my experience with them. I hate invoicing. In the past, what I've done for invoicing is to use Word, Microsoft Word. Just had the basic template that comes with Word. I guess it comes with Word. I've had it for years and years and years. Fill in my information, print it off as a PDF, email it to somebody, maybe print it off and actually physically mail it to somebody. That's how I was doing invoices for years. Fresh Books makes it easy. Just takes about 30 seconds to create and send an invoice. And here's what I really love. Attached to that invoice, they let you pay online one click. No need to get a merchant account. It's actually as cheap or cheaper than getting a merchant account. Here's what I want you to do. Check it out. They're offering a free month of unrestricted use to all Red Podcast listeners. It's totally free right now. You don't even need a credit card to check out the trial. To claim your free month, just go to freshbooks.com slash red and enter red in the how did you hear about us section. I want to talk about Muhammad Ali. When I was growing up, a kid in the 70s, I remember three sports figures. One, Franco Harris from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number two, Reggie Jackson. And three, Muhammad Ali. The guy was a legend. And there are a lot of business lessons that you can learn from looking at Muhammad Ali. He just passed away. It's hard to miss that, regardless of where you are in the world, because Muhammad Ali was not only big in the United States, where he was from, he was big everywhere. He was a true legend in the field of sports, But his influence, his reach, it goes way beyond that. So I put together a few lessons 
that I feel that entrepreneurs can learn from Muhammad Ali. The first one, it's you are whoever you want to be. Muhammad Ali, born Cassius Clay, born in Kentucky. In 1964, he won the World Heavyweight Champion as Cassius Clay. He had built success using that name. Everyone knew him as Cassius Clay, but shortly afterwards, he converted to Islam and changed his name to Muhammad Ali. He had what a lot of people think is an interesting perspective for changing his name, but when you think about it, anybody that you know that has ever changed their name, either legally, maybe you just wanted a name change, maybe you got married and you wanted a name change, or maybe you're a celebrity and you've got a stage name, a different name that you work professionally under than the name that you use with your family, with your friends. Called it a slave name. And I would argue that we all have a slave name in that when you're born, you don't pick your name. Somebody gives you a name. Along with that name, there comes a lot of baggage. During my work in the entertainment business, I saw this a lot. Somebody would be born with what I'll call an ethnic name, maybe like Goldstein or Zimracek, a name that we don't typically think of when we think of Hollywood. Maybe the name is difficult to pronounce. Maybe it's a non-United States name and they're trying to break into the United States. Maybe it's a name that comes from a certain country. Maybe that's not popular, a certain religion that's not popular. So instead of Goldstein, what you'll see is somebody who changes his name to just gold. And maybe it's not for any reason other than gold is easier to spell than Goldstein. Gold is one syllable, and it makes people think of riches. Maybe the person just wanted somebody to think of riches and wealth when they think of his name. Or maybe that person just wanted to have a separate identity, kind of like putting on a cowboy hat, cowboy outfit, and they could be a different person on stage than the person that they actually were when they were off stage. And I get that. We all have different personas when we get behind a mic, get in front of a camera. In order to be successful as an influencer, an author, a speaker, a podcaster, you've got to be bigger than real life. And sometimes having that different name, it enables you to do that so much easier. It allows you to step into that role. For example, rather than being Jerry Goldstein, you just call yourself Jerry Gold. You're a different person, different role, and the name helps you to do that. In addition to public perception of why people might want to change their name, I think it also enables you to escape your past. We're born into families with certain cultural beliefs, religious beliefs, society's beliefs in the culture that we come from. Sometimes changing your name helps you to break free of that and really find who you are as a person. Cassius Clay, changing his name to Muhammad Ali, certainly did that. As his career progressed, Muhammad Ali became more and more vocal. And we all do that. I'm more vocal right now on Red Podcast than I was 20 years ago working on various other projects. I think this is just a part of aging. But here's another thing that changes. I mentioned about the societal beliefs that people have, the cultural beliefs. We become a different person as we age. Same thing for entrepreneurs. As you grow, your business changes because your beliefs as a person have changed. Or maybe you just get burnt out. I was in the music business for 20 years working with entertainers. It just got to the point where I didn't care anymore. 
I didn't want to help people simply to pass along entertainment. Although I feel that music is very important. I feel it can be helpful for people. It can change the world. Sure, there's influence there. and You can change opinions, change minds, make people feel better. But it's not the same type of work as working with nonprofits, helping homeless, helping individuals to change their lives through entrepreneurship. This is deep here. It's not just that you can change your name. It's that you can be whoever you want to be. I went to college with a guy. His mother was an erotica writer. Not a big deal, right? Well, it's a big deal for some people. But what made it interesting to me was before she had him, before she was his mother, before she was married, before she was writing really dirty love scenes, is that she was a nun. Huge change. You are whoever you want to be, and if you don't like where you're going, you can always change directions. So why don't people do that? Let me give you an example from the South. If you find a good Southern redneck, anybody from Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, ask them if they like Ford or Chevy. Nobody's going to say both. Southern men, you pick one, and you never, ever switch brands. And that's basically what self-identity is. Most people pick one thing and they stick with it even though it no longer works for them. But just because you're going down that one path, it doesn't mean you need to keep going down that path. Remember that guy in junior high? All of a sudden he shows up and he's like got blonde hair or some kind of different haircut or a different style, different shirt, different clothes, different way he talks, different music that he listens to. We thought a guy like that was crazy, right? That guy was the bravest one in the room. Everybody else has that societal pressure to be like everybody else. Not change. Pick Ford. Pick Chevy. But don't switch. You're doing the same thing that you've been doing for the rest of your life. Not Muhammad Ali. Cassius Clay changed the name to Muhammad Ali. Then everything changed. So I encourage you to look into that. Is the path that you're on, business that you're in, the product that you're promoting, the work that you're doing where you want to be? A second thing about Muhammad Ali that is a huge lesson is that it is never too late. Late 60s, Muhammad Ali was drafted to go to Vietnam. This is shortly after winning the heavyweight title. He'd already converted to Islam, and he refused to go. He said, I'm not going. It's against my religion. I don't believe in this war. So what did they do? Stripped him of his title. For four years, he was unable to work, didn't have a boxing license, had to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. He was cleared in 1971. That's four years of prime time when his body was in good shape. He was young. He was fast. He was quick. He lost it, sticking up for what he believed in. What happened after that? Got the title back twice. Went on to have a great career, retired in the 80s. He only lost five fights. Three of them were in the last four times that he actually boxed. It's never too late. That's a great excuse that we use. Hey, I'm 40 years old. I'm 30 years old. Look, when I was 15 years old, I remember thinking, it's really too late for me to get serious about my music because I'm 15 years old, man. It's too late for me to get good. I waited way too long to get serious. That's when I was 15 years old as a high school freshman. It seems silly, right? It's just as silly for you to think that, oh, I've been in a job for 10 years. Oh, I've been in a job for 20 years. It's never too late for you to switch careers, leave relationships, start relationships, whatever you need to do, never too late. I think Muhammad Ali was a great example 
of this. Four years in his prime that he was not able to work, not get that boxing license, fighting a court case, took it all the way to the top, then came back, won the heavyweight championship twice. One of the great things about Muhammad Ali, when you think about him, you think about his big mouth. And that's lesson number three. You do your own talking. When you think about Mike Tyson, yeah, we think about Mike's kind of high-pitched voice, but who's doing his talking for him? Don King, his manager. That's how most boxers work. They let their managers do the talking. They do the talking with their fists. Mike Tyson, certainly a great boxer. But who managed Ali? Do we know? Who trained Ali? Most people don't know because Ali did his own talking. He was the guy getting the FaceTime. He had a team behind him, of course, just like all boxers have a team. But he was a front man. You as the influencer, do your own talking. You don't need somebody else to do the talking for you. Reading this Gary Vaynerchuk book, Ask Gary V. One of the things in it that he mentions, and this is huge. I haven't really thought about this, but this is so uncommon in the world that I came from, the music business world. And the reason it's uncommon is because the people who do it get themselves into trouble. But one of the things that Gary Vee is doing, it's the same thing that Ali was doing. He does his own talking. All the social media that comes from Gary Vee, the Twitter accounts, Instagram, Snapchat, these videos that you see, it's him. He doesn't have other people doing his tweets. In the entertainment industry, most of the messages that you see, they're not really from who you think that they're from. Now, People have gotten in trouble because of this. So you've got an intern and maybe she posts something that went to the biggest country star of all time Twitter account. Maybe it's racist. The biggest country star of all time gets the blame for that. So what we're seeing right now is they'll say like team biggest country star of all time to let you know that it's the team interns, social media people that are posting those messages instead of of the biggest country star of all time and other stars themselves. But what does that do? That kills connection. The thing that I think that people really liked about Ali was that you heard it from him. Don King, interesting to watch. Sometimes you want to know what Mike Tyson thinks about it. Not what Don King is whispering in Mike Tyson's ear. Same thing for you. We want to hear from you. And it doesn't matter if what you say is controversial In fact, sometimes that's good. It's one of the things that Ali did. He fought going to Vietnam. Not a very popular position at the time. Still, it was a popular position for some people, for the people who were getting drafted. Those people loved him. Let me kind of add on to this, because this podcast, Red Podcast, it is about how you can develop a personality and authority that gets you influence, more money, more respect, more readers, more listeners, more traffic to your website, and customers who come to you where the selling is done automatically. Now, how do you do that? Ali did it in a way that was polarizing. It was controversial. He stood for something, but he was ready to back it up with skill. Ali wasn't just a mouth. He was a great boxer. He was fast. He was quick on his feet. He backed up everything that he talked about. And if you can do that, be polarizing, controversial, if that's your personality, but then back it up, you're going to get those same kind of results. What this does is it hits the people that you're talking to 
in two different areas. One, we can call this your skill in the ring. You're skilled at what you do. But it also makes what you do out of the ring, your non-work, your non-business, what you do personally, it makes it interesting. This Gary Vaynerchuk book that I talked about, it's basically a book of people asking him questions. And a lot of the questions that people are asking him, they've got nothing to do with social media, nothing to do with Snapchat, Instagram, blogging, YouTube, Wine Library TV, the other things that we know Gary Vaynerchuk for. They have to do with things like parenting, vacation, marriage, fitness, diet. If you can do your work in the ring, but also have a big mouth and personality, people are not only interested in your work, but they're also interested in what you do elsewhere. And who are some of the biggest personalities that you can think of? We don't like them just because of what they do in the ring. Some of the biggest personalities right now, the biggest celebrities, I don't even know what they do. Kim Kardashian, no idea what she does. She just is Kim Kardashian. And certainly you want to be known for your skill and your work, but if you can add some of those kind of elements to your business, become that personality, it's going to make people's interest in you go through the roof. You're going to reach a whole lot more people with your message and have a lot more impact. Big lesson number five from Muhammad Ali, big money at the top, little money at the bottom. I know a couple guys that are involved with boxing, and if you could only see the kind of bullshit promoters get away with, to me it is extreme exploitation. When I think about exploitation, I think there's a hierarchy. I think there's human trafficking. I think there's sex trade and porn. I think there's acting. I think there's modeling. I think there's the music business. And somewhere in there, sports. Big money at the top, little money at the bottom. I've got a friend of mine. This is one of the guys that I know who's involved with boxing. Boxes at an amateur level. He's actually an accountant. Very sharp guy. And he told me about when he first started going to the gym, first started doing these bouts, and the guys that he was with, they would ask him, they said, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You've already got a career. You've already got money. We're doing this because we've got no other options. There's very little money in this, and you've got to take a beating. The top guys are making money, but most walk away with nothing financially, plus a ton of of beatings. There's a great movie. It's a great documentary. It's called On the Ropes, and it follows three people out of Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. I'll have this linked at redpodcast.com slash Ali. On the Ropes is the documentary. It follows three people, amateur boxer, a guy who's about to go pro, and a trainer. And you will absolutely not believe the exploitation that the promoters, other people in this industry put these people through. This is why I do Red Podcast. It is to empower you to take your skills, but also add influence through personality, knowledge, marketing, and be able to command a higher percentage of the money that you're generating. Because these boxers, look, they're not getting paid a lot, but they're generating a ton of money. Let's talk about what those guys walk away with. That's the final lesson here, the price. I mentioned I had two friends in boxing. Let me tell you about the other guy. 
dude was a Golden Gloves boxer. This was about 20 years ago. He's a little older than me, maybe pushing 50 right now. And if you had a conversation with him, he's a cool guy, but he forgets everything. Absolutely the result of taking many, many punches to his face. And when I say he forgets everything, if I'm hanging out with him, we'll go out. One time I remember we got together with him and a couple of other friends. He'd forgotten if he had locked his car door. I said, no worries. Let me just take you back to your car. Make sure your car door is locked. He got out of my car, closes the door, goes to his car. He makes sure that it's locked. Came back to my car. Couldn't even remember what side of the car he was sitting on. And this took about 10 or 15 seconds. I've been in the car with him. We'll be going somewhere. He'll forget where he's going. It's a cool guy. Seems to have okay long-term memory, but his short-term memory is completely shot. That is paying the price for the work that he did. Ali, Parkinson's syndrome. Sometimes that's caused by head trauma. I'm not a medical doctor. You be the judge. But that's a huge lesson for entrepreneurs. What do you walk away with? What price are you paying? Is it your relationship? Is it the fact that your credit is shot? Is it the fact that you don't have enough money, good enough credit, good enough finances to buy a house, to have any kind of stability? Is it that you never get to see your kids? Entrepreneurship is great. Traveling the world, spreading your message, great. But there is always a price to pay. We pay the price as entrepreneurs to do what we do. And I think that Muhammad Ali is a great example of that. He died way too young. His health has been failing for a long, long time. If you've seen videos of him that were taken recently, I saw a great one with Will Smith. It's about all that anti-Islam sentiment that's happening right now in the United States. Muhammad Ali made a statement in this video, and it was obvious that something was going on in his brain, but it just wasn't connecting to his mouth, not like it used to. We all pay the price for the work that we do. Here's a summary of what I just talked about. The big lessons learned from Muhammad Ali. One, you are whoever you want to be. Self-identity is powerful, but it can be broken. Number two, connected to that, it is not too late. Never too late. If you want to do something, now is the time to make it happen. Number three, do your own talking. You should relate to this. This is why you're an entrepreneur. This is why you don't have a boss. You want to do your own talking. Don't let other people talk for you. Number four, if you've got a personality that's polarizing, and I think it should be because there's no money in the middle, it's got to be backed with skill. Number five, big money at the top, but little money at the bottom. Good news is if you stick with it, there's big, big money for you. Earl Nightingale, if you've ever read him, He talks about this. He said, things don't really get going for entrepreneurs until they're in their 40s. If you're under 40, stick it out. There's big money at the top, and there will become a time when you make more money in a couple of years than you've made in all the previous years combined. But know this, number six, what do you walk away with? Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to work around relationships, stability, and some other things that you have to balance to be an entrepreneur? If you are, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for listening to Red Podcast. Got more episodes coming up. To make sure you never miss an episode, go to redpodcast.com. 
No matter how you get your podcast, one click will make sure one is delivered to you as soon as I get it out. iPhone, Android, RSS feeds, one click. You will never miss an episode of Red Podcast. If you've got questions or comments, reach out to me. At David Hooper on Twitter is the best way to do that. Thanks so much for helping to build the Red Podcast community. If you've got friends that would benefit from this type of content, let them know. Redpodcast.com is where to send them. See you on the next episode. You've been listening to Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers. Never miss an episode. Subscribe now with your iPhone, Android, or via RSS at redpodcast.com.